The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, seasoned guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Long and Andy Lindis. On a chilly Saturday morning, we talk home improvement, welcoming your phone calls or text messages for Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. I'm going to spell it right away, L-I-N-D-U-S. We haven't had to spell it for a while. <laughs> uh, 14 below, and I would imagine, uh, especially during the holiday, your crews are probably uh, at, at home, staying warm. <laughs> There's not a lot we're doing outside when it's when it's this cold. What can you sure. do? Um, you know, not a lot, really. No. You know, interior work, uh, some emergency emergency stuff, but this is uh, nothing good can can happen from from working outside. Tools don't work right. Your yeah. hands don't work right. Um, it's dangerous for the guys out there working. And you know, we'll power through and do some do some things. There's some siding projects we'll 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 be getting on. And hopefully, once uh, you know, once we get past this uh, 14 below stuff, yeah. we'll get back to installing. Uh, we're installing windows all winter. Working in attics all winter, and and, the, and this week our uh, our phone calls from drafty windows and drafty doors, and and I need to get my insulation done now. Uh, those types of phone calls, uh, ice dam phone calls. I know we haven't had a lot of snow, but we've gotten our fair share of of these ice dam phone calls, and it's always there's some heat escape happening somewhere and, and causing issues or a leak, and we'll get on those right away. We have to, you know, if you got a leak coming in your house, we'll. We'll we'll get yeah. we'll get out and do what we have to do. We've had uh, one steamer already fired up, but uh, I'm hoping uh, the snow can uh, stay away and we can uh, get rid of this cold and get back to working. You know, I I tend to forget uh, a couple of years ago or more uh, before Lindis came up and and did the uh, uh-huh. insulation, yeah, and the uh, icicles, especially in the kitchen with that yeah. overhang yeah. and they're nothing. pretty, but they they cause damage. They don't exist yeah. anymore. I mean, and and I I'm just amazed at what that spray foam along with the rest of the insulation has done to that house. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And then it's all attic air sealing. I was talking to uh um I spent I was in Madison most of this most of this week with uh with my high school hockey team. Uh-huh. Uh, we were down there for uh, for a holiday tournament and and our Madison office is really getting into Dr. Energy Saver. Um they're a Dr. Energy Saver franchise down there and really getting into home performance and getting in attics and and what they're doing and and you just drive around the those those neighborhoods and they got all these old four squares and then you go from the four square neighborhoods into the old story and a half type neighborhoods and there's there's I I love working on story and a half homes but they are the most difficult homes to make ice dam free and energy efficient and why and is that because of the knee walls and the, the way they have their ventilation and what what you can do for ventilation and insulation you know it's but these are the type of homes you see a lot of them in in the Minneapolis area. St. Louis Park has its has its fair share share of these. You know, you get up into the upstairs and it's not a true true full square room. 
the the walls only come up to, and we call them knee walls, but they come up about your waist, and then they start to angle to the top, and then they flatten out again. And uh, you know, we end up having to go and spray foam the three sides and add some ventilation. And usually, the same type of homes don't have any type of overhang whatsoever to put any type of ventilation. So, um, I mean, it's it's the house that fascia vent venting was was invented for because there is no no soffit area to vent. So you're you're cutting out the fascia board and you're trying to get attic shoots into a very small space. It's just it's difficult, and it took uh, years of 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 trial and error. And to really figure out what the best way to do it, it's not cheap. It really isn't. Well, but imagine not. But the these houses are notorious for ice dams, and and when you do it, and that's what he was telling me. He goes, I can't believe the feedback I'm getting. They, they, people just love this stuff. It's just as good as it gets. I mean, I, I have people calling me. My house is so different. It's so different. I'm like, oh, when you when you do things besides just adding insulation to the house, it really can change how how that house feels and how it reacts and 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 it really can help out your wallet in the long run. You, you, you get guess. shocked when it's when it's fourteen below, and you look at your heating bill and you're like, "Huh, it's less. It's less than last year. I know. And, and, and last it's year true. wasn't bad. Yeah, it's it's so if, people are going to see that. If your budget can afford, um, if you can afford spray foam, do it. Do it. But and don't ever ever just do insulation. It's it's really not worth it. It's like a waste of money. Um, you don't have to spray foam the entire attic, but if, if your insulating contractor is not talking to you about attic air sealing, and not, I'm not, when, what I mean by that is like how you would seal a leak. So you're going in there and you're going to seal anywhere air movement is happening or the best you can. Maybe not spray foam the entire thing, but you're going up there with a, with a, with a jug of your spray foam and you're going after where the plumbing comes in, where the electrical comes in. Maybe you're going to spray the entire top plate because that's, that's notorious. If you, in these old balloon framed houses where air is just moving between the walls and, you know, go to any home improvement store. We've talked about this before and they have those silly, you know, rip off, outlet cover foam things oh, sure. they're going to put on there and and they're like it's these this is this is going to be the end all the the air coming out my outlets no it's just pushing it someplace else and it's not the outlet's fault it's your it's your you know it's your top plate and bottom plate and your rim mm-hmm. of your house that you're having air movement through there I, how many times i go to people's house and like my window's leaking no it's not it's, it's not your window it's 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 the trim you're feeling the air come come coming out of the wall there because there's air moving inside that wall. I mean, I've I worked on enough of these homes that were built in the 20s to find out that there's not, not a lot of insulation going yeah. on in those walls and there's just some air moving there and, and that can be addressed and, and fixed relatively cheaply. Well, if you have a question about uh, anything, decks, it's 14 below, let's talk, let's talk about our decks uh, or insulation, whatever your home improvement question might be for Andy. 651-989-9226. We've cleared the lines. So you can use that if you want to call Andy or send Andy a text, your home improvement uh, improvement question by text 81807. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show. If you have a question related to that, uh, call it in. We're getting a bunch of calls, and we have uh, text messages as well, Andy. six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is 81807. George is calling from Osseo with a question. George, Andy's uh, listening. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. I am uh, in the middle of a project uh, in all other cold spots. Hinkley, a friend of mine, has a fairly recently built garage. It's uh, 
large enough for more cars than it needs, so we're building a man cave in there, about a third of the uh-huh. structure, about Fun. 17 by 27. That way we have a nice place to go in the winter when we're not going up to the campground in Mora. So I have a concrete block on the floor about six inches up from the concrete floor. Then you have your sill plate, your two-by-fours, and then the attic, which is or the area above the room. We've so far gotten insulation in the walls and... Then we, and I was told just yesterday by somebody at one of the big box retailers that this was the first mistake, uh, plastic over the faced insulation on the outer walls, and then the wall that we built on the inside of the garage, we don't have faced insulation, but we have effectively on all five sides of the room put poly up uh, on the inside of the insulation and the ceiling, and we've since uh, gotten to the point of sheetrocking. We haven't mudded it yet. And we are still planning on blowing in uh, the blown-in insulation on the attic, uh, which is unheated again, or the attic area. Uh, we are experiencing, we have a, a wall heater, which is uh, natural gas. We ran a line out from the house. It's a separate building. And uh, we are noticing a lot of humidity buildup. And uh, I was told that uh, you should not poly over a faced batting, first no. of all. Yeah. Secondly, to put uh, to get the blown-in ceiling, uh, and we're going to double deep it because it's uh, again an uninsulated area. But uh, also, I'm curious on uh, the sources of that moisture. Uh, we can tell that obviously it wasn't a living area that was being built originally, so we think that we're getting, as you're saying, on the ceiling and cap plate, uh, we're getting some air through there. The garage is probably only 30 years old, but mm-hmm. we're going to make great stuff, foam that edge and so forth. Uh, we're wondering though, obviously with that, don't, humidity, don't get, don't get the great stuff. You can get a, like a, an actual jug of, of this, of the spray foam. Great stuff is, uh, okay. it causes a mess. Go get the, like a Hilti gun, um, or, or, or something like that. Go to one of the box stores and you can get a better spray foam that, and you can get a, and if you're going to, if it's that big of a space and you're going to try to do that, then you can, you can buy a, I don't know, it's like a hundred bucks for uh for for the jug to get the whole job done. Oh, okay. But uh, um, I don't know if he had more. Was he? George, uh, you have a follow up? Yeah. Um, and that's called a Hilti gun. The, yeah. Well, uh, we use ball. a Hilti gun. We're we're testing on a new one right now too. Um, and it's a, it's a straight one to one expansion foam. Uh, you can get more than that. Um, I always use that because that's what we have for all of our window guys. And uh, yeah. it's just easy, easy, easy to go, and and you don't want it to expand too much when you're doing windows. But um, yeah, just, yeah, just a further further question. Um, being that we have the natural gas heat, is is that what's drawing the uh, the moisture in? My yeah. friend says, oh, concrete always has moisture and it never cures. You'll get it out of that. So I'm I'm thinking, and then another guy's saying, we put out about two pints of water a day in our breathing, and if we're out there on a regular basis, that's going to also create it. Yep. Would that be Would that be then uh, the ceiling being blown in would be one resource? Do we have to take the sheetrock back down and remove the poly on the facing and, and uh, run you know, it's a garage you, you don't need the poly there but i don't think that's the reason why the moisture is coming in there so what what i would do is is it, it is you got cold surfaces getting getting heat for the first time and that's going to create condensation in an, in and of itself and and that 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 heat is going to bring some type of moisture in there in your, in your breath so it's a combination of all of those things i wouldn't ju- jump to any Big moisture problems until you have it all insulated and you're just heating that insulated area. And if you still have problems, then I would really start to look into it. Okay. All right. Good luck, George. Thank you. Mary is calling from Delano. Mary, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you 
taking my call. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Catman might have answered a few of my questions. We are in a new home, and we have a lot of condensation on our windows. They are double pane. I don't want to mention the name. Mm-hmm. We do run our fan on on, and also the humidistat is on minimum. It does help. Yeah. But is do, what do you know your humidity answer? level of the house right now? No, we percentage? do not. What I would do is get a humidistat. Um, go, you know, I, I, I bought one at, uh, my local Ace Hardware, but I buy, I buy almost everything. I can get almost anything at my, at my local Ace Hardware. Um, and, uh, everybody needs their, their hardware guy, but then they're like 18 bucks or you can get them even cheaper than that online. I think like today, minus 14, you yes. need it under 20%. Under 20%. Okay, if we find that, that it's not, what could it possibly be? Like I said, we've never, ever had a problem like this. We've lived in a lot of different homes with a lot of different types of windows. Uh-huh. Could it be... This is a newer home, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, and, and, and the problem with these, you know, and it's probably running an air exchanger and you're bringing in outside air and that's going to bring in some moisture there. And newer homes are built way tighter than than some of the other ones. That's why some of these newer homes have more frost-up issues on, on their windows. That's why a lot of times I go to the triple-pane type windows or like my, 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 my Infinity window by Marvin. It's just a wider glass pack, so we have very minimal frost-up issues on uh, on those. But it really, it, it's going to come down to a moisture issue, and, uh, and, this, and, and it's something that needs to be dealt with because if it's a wood window, which most of the newer homes built, they're, they're using one of the wood windows uh, in it, that that can cause damage to that window and, and mold build up and and eventually it's going to just aesthetically it's going to work on the finish of that window something you're going to want to to address and if 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 the humidity level I'm almost guaranteeing it's above twenty percent I bet you it's over thirty percent um, so Mary should get that humidistat get the humidistat get that tested she can reach out to us and and we can go and do some home performance testing maybe oh, yeah. reach out to the, the the builder but there's things you can do with the settings of your HVAC systems there's things you can do with 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 all the air movement that's going on in your house to to address this and hopefully minimize this and this is why I I love my season guard window cuz I I don't get frost up calls about that wow well good luck mary so those uh, humidistats aren't expensive no no it just just gives you the the, the reading in there yeah. i mean I got you know all my sales guys carry them just so when they go into houses they can they can tell what people have. And uh, Mary, if you uh, run up against it, if you want to uh, call Lindis, one eight hundred Leafguard is the easiest number to remember, and one eight hundred Leafguard, and they can do that uh, home performance test. Mm-hmm. It's a great deal. We should get that done anyway. So, thanks, Mary. Good luck with that. Uh, let's see. Rusty is calling from Andover. Rusty, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning, Denny. Yes, it's me. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's an old pal of mine. You never... Okay, I, I got a question. I'm looking for something to put on a doorway, the corner that keeps getting bumped and knocking the paint off, and it's like a little plastic um, corner. Oh, yeah. You know, that. where can I get those? Oh, so it's just oh, like a yeah, just a little strip that uh, any 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 box store lumber yards. Uh, you know, I I like lumber yards over these these box stores. I mean, you know, with the with the storm that was happening this year, every box store I walked into, I just it just 
angered me. I love going into lumber yards, though. The guys know that what the heck is going on. You tell them they bring in their picture, like, oh, we got five of those here and one of those over here, and it's gonna be, and it's always cheaper. So go to go to an Aero Building Center or an ABC Supply or an Allied Building Products or or, or a even Lamperts a hard, or even, a hardware or, even the hardware store would have something like this. And don't maybe you don't want the plastic one. You can get wood ones too, and that's and, true. And you can get them painted and and match. And the uh, those plastic ones always, I don't know. You put them on, you you put the screw in and or you glue on, and it's too tight and it cracks. And and it just, I uh, you know, there's some options for you, Rusty. All right, Rusty, I got your phone number. You'll be hearing from uh, from me, either that or the sheriff, one of the two. <laughs> now, he's an old pal of mine, not old, longtime friend. Thanks, Rusty. Happy New Year to you. We'll be talking. It's a f- we have to take a break here, Andy. We've got another half hour of the show to go. Good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is in studio today helping you out by phone and by uh, text as well. 651-989-9226. There is a line open if you want to use it uh, or send a text. we got a bunch of those, Andy, as you can see. Uh-huh. 81807. Is Tony on the line there? Let's uh, see if we can't get uh, Tony's question answered. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Happy New Year. And Happy to you. Uh, this is a, a summer question. Uh, when I'm power washing the uh, house and uh, power washing the underside of the soffit, uh, where the, the louver part of the soffit is, does it matter if a lot of water gets up in there or is that not good? Yeah, you never want water to go in there, but if if you're careful on on the on the power washing of the house, you, you should be fine. Um, it's never going to be a, unless you're in. You know how much water are we talking about here, Tony? Uh, you know it's aluminum uh, uh, soffit. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything above that aluminum that uh, would would rot or anything that? Because there's always there's a lot of dirt when I you know do power wash that yeah over. You, you, it should be cleaned because that's where the air is coming in and 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 believe it or not there's there's plenty of air and dust floating around in, in that in that air that's going in there and and if you don't clean them we get to people's houses all the time and they got their soft vents and I'm like well there's there's no air coming through there that thing is that thing's plugged right now especially those old ones on the wood soffit. Where they got, you know, it's like a screen, you know, it's a finer screen. How than do you, like you even have in your window? We you shop vacuum. No, yeah, we can shop vacuum out, but, you know, getting your house cleaned once a year on the outside with a power wash isn't a bad thing. And usually there's not enough water that's going to get underneath the aluminum soffit where it can cause much damage. And, and most of it's pretty open back there. Remember, it's not about getting the the, the wood wet that, 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 that makes it rotten. It's keeping it wet that makes it rotten. So if you can get that to dry out, and not have a moisture problem, you know. There's there's mildew and, and mold that that can be a worry, but I wouldn't worry about that. Power washing your house and just be careful on what setting you actually use it at. I've seen people take paint off things they don't want to take paint <laughs> off of and and gouge old wood with with those. So just 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 be careful. And then what what I do is I use we use Dawn and, and Tide on the outside of our home and we we scrub it all down. With, with a brush and then and then spray it off with a, a light setting and, and go from there. No, my deck I have Zuri. I can I can put that my my power washer on 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 deep paint mode and uh, and get after. Doesn't it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to do much soaping to my deck at all. I can just go right after it and and be done with it. It's good stuff. All right, very good. Thanks, Tony. Uh, Dolly is calling. We got to pick up on some uh, 
text messages, too. But Dolly is calling from Shakopee with a question. Hi, Dolly. Good morning. Morning. Um, I live in a townhouse, and I know that, you know, they're not so well insulated. But isn't it possible to take leaky windows on the bottom? Isn't it possible on the outside to have a carpenter put a new frame on the outside that would close off that leaking? No. No? Um, so you have you 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 have drafty windows. You're saying, yeah, yes. and you're looking at putting a new brick mold on the exterior of the right. house in order to to. That's not going to do much for it. Now, oh. if you're talking about if you're really worried that 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 the windows are aren't air sealed properly, removing that siding and then taking in the window out and putting the proper tape and spray foam in there when you put that window in can make a big difference. But I, oh. I, I wouldn't know. And, and like I said, I would really want to... Have you have you ever had any type of home performance done, Dolly? No, I haven't. Yeah, get a home performance done and have somebody come with the blower door. And uh, if the blower door is really getting a lot of air coming out that trim, then it, it might be issues outside of your window that you want to get fixed. Yeah, because just... Like we used to say, throwing parts at a window doesn't necessarily yeah, fix it. No, it's, it's not going to do much. I mean, for, for what that costs, might as well put a new window in. Yeah, true. If you need some help, Dolly, 1-800-LEAF-GUARD. It's funny. When we it's, when we talk to people from townhomes, it's, they always like feel like they're, they're not built well. And I don't know, most of these townhomes I go in are actually done pretty good and yeah. pretty, well, pretty well insulated for the most part, especially the, the newer ones. But right. there's a, there seems to be that stigma with, with townhomes and... I uh I I think that's uh there's some of the, the the more comfortable houses I've been in. All right, let's get one more call here for now, and then we'll jump uh, to the tech screen. Pat is calling from Lionel Lakes. Pat, you're on CCO with Andy. Good morning. Morning. I have um in my bedroom. I have an inside corner wall. It's an outside wall, but the inside corner it's pretty significantly cracked from almost the top to the bottom to where it's about. In the middle of it, it's it's a good eighth of an inch of a crack, and we would like to repaint this. And I'm just trying to figure out how to repair that crack because I'm assuming it's just kind of shifting with the the cold and things like that. Yeah, and, and and the unfortunate part is a lot of times these cracks come back when people just go back after them with um, either the just a spackle or the, right. the light thin you know stuff that you can put in that you can buy at any. Home Depot, um, you know, the pre-mixed mud and, and things like that. But there's like a fiber tape that I know you can put on there and you put that put that on over the crack and then put the mud over that and then sand and sand and sand some more and, and then and then go after the painting. You might have some good luck with that. Sometimes it's a, a, it's a stabilization issue where, where something shifted that needs to be fixed. But uh, on, on corners, it's, it's, it's going to be a, be a tough road to hoe. Hopefully it doesn't come back. But if you look it up online, how to fix sheetrock cracks, there's some good tips on that. And, again, this is where going to a, a lumberyard type store like a Lampert's or places like that or sheetrock supply places, and, and, and you're going to get to talk to a real professional and actually get the – a good stuff that that a guy that does this for a living would use to fix it. Sure, me, I, uh, you know, I got plenty of uh, the the, uh, the the mud tape uh, union uh, retired union people in my family. So when this stuff goes awry at my house, those are the guys I look up and <laughs> and uh, they do a much better job at this than me. And uh, I spend three times as much time sanding when I have to do this type of work than I do applying uh, the the mud or the or the paint. 
And you, uh, you're right. In some cases, those cracks come back. Yeah. They, they haunt you. They haunt you. Yes. yes. Uh, All right. Let's uh, get uh, some uh, text uh, taken care of. You want to grab that? Uh, how does Lindus insulate a steep vaulted ceiling? You know, these uh, cathedral type ceilings yeah. in people's great rooms. We we get this all the time. And, uh, you know, these houses, uh, you know, that were built in the 70s and 80s, they didn't take into that consideration um, the amount of space you need to get the right amount of insulation or any type of, of ventilation whatsoever. So a couple things we can do. The very best... The absolute very best where I've been able to get rid of any ice dams. And, and it always seems like these great rooms are built on, on the side of somebody's house and it's next to a, it's an older home. So it's two by four construction. So you got this, all this heat escape coming out the vaulted ceiling next to a cold wall. And so you got an ice dam all the way down the wall and it's leaking into the, their, their favorite room of the house, the great room. And, uh, and it's fun to attack and, 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 and fix because you can. Um, metal roofing. Gets rid of all that snow in a heartbeat. Usually, it's a pretty steep roof, so all that snow is comes off. But then you got to deal with it when it's on the ground. You're not really attacking any any of the energy efficiency problems. So the very best way is to make it a complete hot roof where you're pulling off all of the truss, all of the all of the sheeting. You're taking out all of the insulation. You're spray foaming that entire cavity full and then putting on the new sheeting some of the uh there's there's the the vented sheets that you can get for your actual roof where so you got your 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 insulation then you have your decking now you have a false deck where air movement can come through and you got a fascia vent that's coming up and then you got air movement coming between the false deck and then the three inches of 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 uh, of insulation foam, and then the, the, where the new roof is going to go. So you got air movement coming through there. So any heat escape that you are having, you have a chance to get it up and out of a ridge vent. Um, but I've had most of my uh, my best luck when when we go and we just uh, we attack it with spray foam and be done with it. <laughs> All right, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to call it in, or your home improvement question by text eight one eight zero seven. Uh, have attic trusses over the garage, foam on underside of the roof, sheathing, and down all garage walls. Very hot in the summer, but comfortable in the winter. No ventilation. Uh, is that just below there? Let's see. Yes. Uh, is there a roof uh, vent options, or should I have done something different? What about venting that space? Yeah, there's there's always an option option to vent. I mean, if you have an attic space, I don't know what they have for soffits or what it would take to put the the, the proper venting in. What you have to be careful is is if you're just putting in a roof vent and you have no intake, it's not really going to do do much at all. Now there could be some gravity and natural air movement coming through there because if you just have foam sheets, there's not a lot of air sealing that that. So you might have some air movement come through there, and you might have. That hot air in the summertime get out, but I would be willing to almost get the reason why it's comfortable in the wintertime is because it's keeping the heat in. The way it's hot in the summertime is because it's keeping the heat in. Yeah. So, it, yeah, there's probably a way to ventilate it. I don't know what that would be without taking a, a closer look at it, but you need an intake with your outtake. All right. Tell you what, let's, let's take a break. All right. We have uh, more show to come. If you have a question, home improvement type, call it in at 651-989-9226. Or, again, send a text, 81. 81-
8-0-7. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And we are back talking home improvement here on CCO Radio. Denny Long here with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. And we have callers, we have texters, so keep it busy here before you uh, head on out. Uh, Carol is calling from uh, Coon Rapids, I believe. Carol, what is your question for Andy? Well, thank you for taking my call. My mm-hmm. question is, how important is it to clean your uh, ductwork, and how often should you do it? Uh, you know, some people say yearly. It all depends on, on how dirty, you know, how much dirt's in the air in your house. Do you, are you cleaning your filter? How often do you have to change I, your furnace filter? Um, I change it once every two months. Okay. My ductwork hasn't been done. We never did it. We moved in in 88. Okay. Yeah, no, get it done now and then see how bad it is. And, um, you know, for how much it costs, some people will just say, you know, it's something I do every year. Me, I have somebody come in, I don't know, every three, four years. And, uh, you know, if I'm really, really seeing it, then when I, when I remodeled my house, I had it I had it done like right before I'd remodeled it and it was just a, a goofy decision on my part to have it done before. This is we remodeled and there was so much dust and again, this is my own personal remodel, so it took way longer than a normal <laughs> customer's would. I, I worked on it when we could and when I could get a crew there, so a two month remodel turned into a six month. So we had dust forever, it seemed like. And uh, right when I got the remodel done, I immediately had all of the ducks done, and 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 uh, I probably won't get them done for a couple more years. Did you see the result after you had them? Cleaned? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the stuff that they take out of there when you, when it's done the proper way. So many of these guys do, uh, you know, don't do it the 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 right way. I use Archer Home Services out of uh, Saint Croix Falls, and, and they, they these are the same guys that. I had to use when the skunk got in my house oh, yes, and, yes, uh, yes. and sprayed. They uh, they they uh, they come in and and they can fix a lot of things, and uh, but they they did a great job. They run the cameras through there. They they have they come from the furnace up to each register, so they know that they're going to all of the proper places. And I mean, you know, this is the house I grew up on, and and we found uh, a Dukes of Hazard matchbox car in there and tennis <laughs> balls and. And I know it was me and my brothers were the culprits of, you know, G.I. Joe was, was found in, in, in the ductwork. I mean, this is, I'm, I should have had this done way, way earlier, but I, I didn't. And now it's going to be about every two, three years thing for me. Okay, there you go. Let's see. I know we have to grab some text messages, uh, but Andy and Crystal has a question. Andy, you're talking yeah. to Andy. Okay. Uh, I had an addition, 16 by 20, great room put on to my house. Seven years ago, it has no uh, basement but uh, block foundation, and uh, what they did is they polyed along the concrete box and then just put rock down. Uh, I did vent it uh, or added heat to it uh, from the furnace underneath, and I'm in the old small basement window uh, was screened over, so it's getting circulation. My question is, would it be beneficial or pay uh, for me to insulate uh, underneath the floorboards that are now not insulated. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you are, you're using this in the wintertime. Is the floor really cold? Uh, it's not really cold, but cold, yes. Yeah, so uh, I uh, I always tell the story of the, that crawl space that uh, was a daycare, um, Minneapolis. And this, this customer got me more jobs than 
on this block because of what we did to her house than, than almost any other customer has, has gotten me. She was so happy with it. And when we went in there, insulated the crawl space, including the floor, um, we encapsulated it all, including the, the actual, we put poly down and we, so all four sides got spray foam and it completely changed the way that addition felt. It made it uh, a much, much more comfortable, comfortable space. Uh, you know, that's why, you know, it, it's just a, it, crawl spaces are great, but it, you need to manage them the proper way in order to use them in the wintertime. What kind of insulation would you recommend for underneath the floor? Spray foam. Spray foam. Okay. And that does that, that's hazardous, so I, you need to wear a mask and all that good stuff? Yeah, follow the directions of whatever, where you're getting the spray foam. And, and uh, a lot of times uh, when you put those in the house, you need to be out of the house when while it cures. There's certain temperatures, too, you got to make sure you're aware of. Um, and what the different manufacturers have different rules. If it's not something you've, uh, it, you know, when it comes to spray foaming, that's probably something I, I lean on a professional to do okay. more than more than a do-it-yourself, especially on a, on a big space. At least meet with a couple of insulators. And and get a couple estimates, and that's what that's the cool part about home improvements. For the most part, what a cost when to have somebody come out and, and give you all these great ideas on how to make your house better. It's usually free. Now, some home performance tests can cost up to a couple hundred bucks, but it's worth it to really get the blueprint and the roadmap on how to make your house the most energy efficient it can be. All right, Andy, thank you for the call. We still have time for your question, either by phone or by text, of Andy Lindis. Let's see. The rest of the house is warm, but it's always cold in the living room. Is there a way to get a fan there to move the air, or are there other ways to keep the heat at living height? I have to think all the heat's going up through the ceiling. Yeah, you know, that's why uh, in ceiling fans, I, I think I run my ceiling fan more in, my ceiling fans more in the wintertime than I, than I do the summertime just to move the heat around the house, you know. I we were we're talking about those cathedral ceilings and we have our 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 great room what we call the new addition that is I don't know just about twenty eight years old now, <laughs> um so yeah that 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 ceiling fan runs uh, a lot in the in the wintertime because we have our fireplace in there and that's the the main heat for that area and uh, when we put that put that ceiling fan on it almost heats up the entire first floor by moving that air around there so I would uh, if you can install some ceiling fans or get a, get some more air movement there that could make make a difference what, what the easy fix that people use all the time in this stuff and I I I don't like these things those those infrared space heaters some people like them but god dang it uh, you know I go to people's houses and I touch that cord and it's so darn hot mm. it when it's running and I've seen outlets get fried from these things that it really it it, it really worries me and and some of them cost you know you know upwards of 150 bucks a month to run and it's like a lot of juice it's a lot of like they they pull a lot of juice so you know people people are putting these all around their houses to get them more and i think there's there's better ways to get the heat even throughout the house than that uh texter andy uh, it isn't detailed but uh, maybe we could make some sense out of this when insulating an attached garage how would you uh, do that how would you do it depending what if it's finished at all right yeah well sheet rock you know uh they they want to know how how to address the roof here, um, and and if it's you know if it's normal these attached garages get built there's there's just open rafters so you want to put your poly on and then you're going to put sheetrock up or you don't have to tape the sheetrock there you know the, the wall to the exterior interior the wall that attaches the house has to be has to be taped for for fire code but um, 
the the ceiling itself doesn't. So you can just put some sheetrock up or go get plywood and put that up, and then and then blow in an R fifty in there as well. If you're going to heat that garage for what it, what it's going to take, um, I, I I would do that. And you're going to insulate all the walls. The most of your heat escape is going to happen through that ceiling. Um, you can do it uh, a couple of different ways too, where where you can go up there. Now, if you spray foam this, this is the cool part. If you go up there and you you put up the ceiling and you spray foam the entire thing, you still have storage space. So you uh-huh. can put an attic access in there, and you can walk on that spray foam. You can put you can put a storage space up there. You try to do that with cellulose, and now you're wrecking all your insulation. Right. So, um, or fiberglass, either, either way. But yeah, let's go from there. All right. Let's see if we can grab another texture too before uh... the Hilti gun. H I L T I. I've got a couple of texts on here. People asking what we use for a spray foam gun. We 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 use a Hilti gun. I'll go to you know the, the cans of spray foam with little tubes on them. I mean that great stuff is just a great mess in, in my opinion for for the most part. Um, I mean, it expands way too much. It's, 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 it's just, I would stay away from that stuff. Go and, and if you're going to be doing a big project with it, let's get the right tool for the job. And can you rent that or is it worth buying? Uh, you may be able to rent it. Um, you know, it's, it's not. What does it look like? How big is it? It's a little silver gun that goes on like a, you know, those cans are about 20 inches tall and it's a little silver gun. It's a longer tube too. So you can get into, All right. you know, it's like, a, you know, I think ours is like a 16 inch um, tip. So you can get into places that are harder, harder to reach. Um, make sure that you clean them right. But, you know, we order the stuff by the pallet and I think we get two free guns with every pallet of of stuff we get, so I, I have no idea what they cost, but I've, I've seen them in stores. I would say they're relatively inexpensive. Okay, very good. Andy, we've got, uh, boy, I tell you what, we've got about a minute or so to go. Let's talk a little bit. I know it's really cold, and I know your crews are, it's uh-huh. a holiday weekend. Holiday weekend. But what 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 can people call Lindis for now? Getting ready for spring and summer, or what? We extended it all the way through through the January, through the New Year. Extended year. what? Free labor on the installation oh. of the Marvin Infinity window and the Season Guard window. Um, both of these windows we have really, really good luck with. In fact, uh, I'll tell you what, on Wednesday this week, I will go into... A, I have my offices, and I have both these windows, and I'm going to take a temperature reading on ah. the inside pane of that glass in both on the Infinity window and the Season Guard window, and you guys are going to be amazed at what it feels like. And when I go into people's houses that have double pane windows this time of year, I'm taking that temperature reading, and it's in it's 40 degrees, 43 degrees, 44 degrees. I bet you my windows in my office are over 60 degrees wow. right now. So a difference. it's a big difference. All right. If you want to get in touch with Lindis Construction, the easiest way to do it is uh, 1-800-LEAFGUARD or... LindisConstruction.com. Now, am I going to see your smiling face one week from today? Yes, sir. All right. A brand new year. Brand new year. Happy, Happy new, new year. year. Thanks, Andy. Andy Lindis. Lindis Construction.